All right, so uh, I want to go a little salesy today of just, uh, you know, of when you're when you're in a uh, presentation, you're meeting with a prospect, whatever the case is, uh, we always say that you should be listening. We should, say, you know, we always say that you should be talking only 30% of the time. You should allow the other person to talk 70% of the time. So the question is why? And I think really we always should be listening. And I know if my wife was here, she would tell you I don't listen. Uh, but, you know, I listened when it was important, got married, you know, I was listening to, you know, you know, things about her mom, you know, the important things. I want to know what I was getting myself into. Uh, but anyway, so first thing, uh, when you are in a presentation, no matter where you're at, even if you're com even if you're talking with somebody at your kid's ball game, talking with another parent, no matter where you're at, you should always be listening for the problems and the needs. As agents, and I always maintain, we are problem solvers. That is what we do. Somebody has a problem, they need a home for whatever reason. That is the problem, and we're here to help them solve the problem. We should be listening for the needs of our clients and the problems that they need that need to be solved. We should be they because if you listen, they will tell you. They will tell you what their problems are. They will tell you what they, their needs are. And we can't determine them if we're not listening, if we're not spending the time. If we're, doing, if we're the ones who are doing all the talking, then we are end up trying to force them into a home that they don't really want because we weren't listening. They will tell you if you ask the right questions. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, nine times out of ten, Mike, we, for the last – couple of years as we've been doing the show. Uh, you know, we always say to people, tell the story, tell the story, tell the story. Uh, and we also say, listen, but again, remember, they will tell you what their buying switches are. They'll tell you what their objections are. Uh, and these are the, th and they'll tell you what your, their needs are just by you listening. So a lot of times people, even if you're brand new, have this philosophy that, oh my gosh, I, I really don't know enough about real estate. Uh, all you really need to know is to ask the right questions to get the consumers to talk long enough to tell you exactly what it is that you need to overcome or the switches that you need to sit push in their head to be able to get the listing. Yeah, because they want to feel like you're listening to them. And I don't know how well, many clients out there have been frustrated with their agent because their agent's not showing them the home, the homes that they're really interested in. It's just like going to the doctor's yeah. office, okay? The doctor's going to ask you some questions. The doctor's listening to find out what the problem is so that they can diagnose you and help solve and, the problem. And Dr. Bob over here will tell you that if you fail to, to listen to your clients, uh, you know, your their wishes, that you're actually violating your fiduciary duty to your client, um, you know, in, in creating a potential estrangement scenario. There's that F word again. Yep. All right, I'm also <laughs> be listening for their history and their background, get to know them on a personal level. You want to learn as much as you can about their background. Where did they come from? What is their education background? What type of jobs have they had? What, what kind of family history do they have? You really want to get to know them on a personal level because, again, this will help you get to know them on that deep and personal level and because it, that will help build strong relationships. You need to know – you need to have an idea of who this person is. You'll learn about their commitment level. You'll, there's so many things you'll learn about their income. You'll, you know, education means a lot, knowing where they come from, what they've been doing with their lives, their family and so forth will tell you a lot. And in addition, as you get to know their history, it will also give you great clues into determining their problems and their needs. Their problems, you might learn real quick, might be commitment levels, <laughs> you know, commitment issues and commitment challenges. Okay, that's going to be a clue in how you're going to have to handle them. Um, you know, how many times do we say, when you find out that the, the person on the other side of the table is an engineer, it changes everything. Oh, totally. In fact, that's funny you brought that up because I, one of the things that I first wrote and, down. And if the person on the other side of the table is a, a lawyer, 
you walk away yeah. <laughs> yeah. now before you get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was funny because, you know, they'll tell you whether they're social people, whether they're statistical people, uh, you know, and they'll, and history leaves clues all the time. So you'll be able to look at this. And especially when they're telling you stories about the previous realtor uh, that they just had, if you're the next realtor in line, all these different things, these are your opportunity to discover, uh, you know, the scenario and what type of people, how they act in different situations. And also, you know, people have a tendency, you know, we talk about lead generating and we talk about the fact that if you if you have somebody in your database for every one person in your database will generate five leads well as an ambassador uh, you know for every person that you have in your da database you're going to end up with five potential prospects or suspects this year so what this will also do is give you an idea is what their sphere of influence the caliber of their sphere of influence as well yeah and, and let's say I'm, I'm dealing with and I'm, I'm talking with somebody and, and I find out that you know they graduated from the culinary Institute Okay, what do I know? They love cooking. Yep. What do I know? The kitchen's going to be something that's going to be very, very important to them. Very nice. You know, um, if, if I'm dealing with a, a single mom uh, that's got multiple kids, raising kids on her own, it's going to tell me a lot about her background. It's going to tell me, uh, you know, what type of house that she might be interested in, what area she might want to go to, and what level of service that I need to bring her. Every single person requires a different level of service. Um, and you can't always know that from the surface, and, but if you get to know them as a person and know their background, um, and that's why I'm, I'm a huge fan. I, I spend more time, when it comes down to social media, um, I spend more time on LinkedIn than I do anything else. I mean, but, you know, if you're dealing with a, a prospect and they're on LinkedIn, LinkedIn's going to tell you a lot more than Facebook. Facebook will tell you a whole different set of things, Correct. but LinkedIn's going to tell you a lot about their education, their work experience, where they're coming from, so that you know how to handle them. So uh, get to know their history and their background. And then the third thing is uh, be listening for personal notes that you can remember. Find out as many details about this person as you can. You want to know what type of pets they have. What are the names of their pets? Their kids kids? What are their hobbies? What are their interests? What are their, when's their birthday? When are their anniversary? Uh, find out as much of the little details that you can learn about them. And as you learn all of these things, you load all of these details into your CRM. And when it's time to follow up with these folks, you go back into your CRM, you look at all your notes, and now you have great reference points for future conversations. Uh, if, I, if I'm dealing with someone that I know absolutely loves golf, well, when the Phoenix Open rolls around, it's going to, I know what my, my focus point is, is when I call, or maybe I want to send them something, or maybe I want to give them tickets. Yeah, no, those are some great ideas. In fact, one of the things that Clint said to me a while back uh, was all of a sudden, one day I got this uh, Starbucks gift card uh, discount from Groupon thing in my email. And I'm like, well, how the heck did I get this? And it said from Clint. And he told me, he says, no, he says, what I do is while I'm talking to people, I find out some of the things that they like and some of the things that interest them. He says, then I throw it in Google Alerts. He says, and Google Alerts always yeah. drops into my inbox when something happens in, with those particular keywords. And I thought that was pretty good uh, because, again, once you get to know your people, you can do unique special things like that that the other realtors definitely not do all right so if but I got I got just got to caution everybody on this one thing because you brought up kids in here um, you can't ask people uh, if they have kids you can't ask them those are violations of fair housing um, you have to stay away from all the things that have to do with fair housing gender issues things of that nature fair housing uh, is the F word again. there you go but the thing that I do say is if you see a picture of children if you walk in and there's no kids in the house and there are bedrooms that are designed as children's bedrooms um, you know what those look like um, and then then it would be okay um, to to bring up those things because the while you're in those rooms uh, inspecting the homes uh, certainly not when you get back to the kitchen look Look for photos, look for things of that nature as you're trying to find that common ground.